Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, That's the Way to Find Happiness. It was August the 3rd, 1492. For weeks, a group of suntan, windblown seamen had been outfitting three small ships for a voyage that was to test them all. The three ships plunged through the Atlantic swells westward to possible honor, fame, and fortune. They were heading into waters about which was little known. 
Christopher Columbus, the captain of little fleet, set his feet against the sloping deck and squinted his eyes against the distant horizon. Many times he would be repeating this gesture in the days to come. Many times he would walk the quarterdeck torn between the pressure of the crew to turn back and his own assurance that there was a new land waiting to be discovered. Scientists theorized that the world was round. He agreed. Columbus read the books of his time on exploring the works of Marco Polo and the account of the Arabian sailors who sailed west to a land where there were red men, the tales of Leek Erikson, who found the coast of America and Canada, and the story of seven Portuguese ships that sailed west from the Azores to find land. It was surprising that no one before Columbus had ever tried to sail around the world in light of all the facts that were available. Yet, no one did. Why? Because no one had the courage to take the time to organize the information and plan how to use it. Most of the men of Columbus's day could only see the distant horizon, but Columbus had a vision beyond the goal he sought, a new way to India and China. It would take more than preparation information to make this voyage successful. He was going to need vision to carry him through the days to come. But it did not come easily. He lacked money to outfit an expedition. He was turned down by his own city of Genoa, Italy. It was years before Queen Isabella finally agreed to back him financially. Even Columbus's own sailors thought his vision was foolish and doubted his judgment. Once underway, 71 days of sailing in the southwest brought the captain his troubles with leaky ships and disappointed officers and men. Complaining began. The threat of mutiny was very real. The captain was on the brink of turning back when on the night of October the 12th, as he leaned against the rail, he saw the light of fire. It was land. In the Christian life, too, we must have the determination to carry on in spite of difficulties facing us. Set your goals and rely upon the Lord for the challenges that lie ahead. Listen now as John Harris sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Until Then.
Join the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814 942 2131. 
Listen now as Chuck Griswold plays for us in the trumpet this song entitled, No One Ever Cared for Me Like Jesus. It is said that a little west of Mount Zion, near the Jaffa Gate of Jerusalem, there is a small area on the top of a watershed, which is so level that the rain, when it falls, can go either way with equal ease. This unique plateau is called the Terrace of Indecision. A mere breath of wind can determine the flow of the water. 
Sometimes a part of it is carried over on the west side and descends into the Valley of Roses and down to the beautiful plain of Sharon. Verdant fields, luscious fruits, and fragrant flowers are the results. On the other hand, oftentimes a large portion of the water finds its way down the other side of the terrace and meanders down through the dark valley of Tophid to the Dead Sea, where it is lost in the bitter waters of the unproductive area. Only the apples of Sodom grow in this distasteful region, a fruit that is attractive to look at, but when broken into, it dissolves into dust. In life, too, there are many terraces of indecision, but eventually solemn choices must be made. Life and death, light and darkness, truth and error are set before us. The choice of one involving putting away the other. There is no such thing as offering one hand to God and another to the devil. Even those who know Christ as Savior or guaranteed eternal life must make the choice. There is only one master. God or mammon, the Savior or sin, your choice will bring you either to the Valley of Roses or to the Valley of Tophet. A decision for Christ means light, fruitfulness, and reward. The other choice will bring the fruits of Sodom and the bitter waters of corruption. You must make a choice. You cannot be neutral. Those who try to remain neutral allow themselves to be snared by Satan and end up following the wrong path. Choose you this day whom you will serve. And it's our prayer that you will choose to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, asking him to guide you step by step through this life. Listen now as Eddie Piper sings this song for us entitled, God on the Mountain. Life is easy when you're up on a mountain and you've got peace of mind like you've never known. But then things change and you're down in the valley. Well, don't lose faith for you are never alone. God on the mountain He's still God in the valley Things will go wrong You can mark it down But He'll make them right You can mark that down too And the God of the good times He's still God in the bad times And God of the day He's still God in the night Well you can talk of your faith when when you're up on a mountain But talk comes so easy When your life's at its best It's down in the valley of trials and temptations That's where your faith is really put to the test and 
go wrong But he'll make them right And the God of the good times He's still God in the bad times And God of the day He's still God in the night God of the day Once again, it's Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, His teachings during His earthly ministry, the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan is found in Luke chapter 10, verses 30 through verse 37. I'm going to read just verse number 30. And Jesus answering and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him, departed, leaving him half dead. The context of the Good Samaritan goes back to Luke chapter 10, verse 25. The Lord Jesus Christ was talking with a lawyer. A lawyer was one who is an expert in the law of Moses and the Jewish law. The lawyer was tempting the Lord Jesus Christ. He was trying to trip him up in his words. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Verse 26, the Lord said, he said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? Verse 27, And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. Lord Jesus Christ said, You answered right. Go and live. But then the lawyer asked, verse 29, But he, willing to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Now let's just think about this. Who is my neighbor? Now let's go back to Luke chapter 10 again. Have your Bibles open and I'd encourage you to be following along and then read the portion of Scripture, verses 30 to 37. Jericho was located approximately 17 miles northeast of Jerusalem. How did the certain man go down if he was traveling north? I'm sure that there will be individuals who would want to, might have even done so, attack the Word of God and call in the question, is this really God's Word? And then trying to say that this is an incorrect statement, it must be an error. Jerusalem is approximately 2,600 feet above sea level. Jericho is approximately 1,000 feet below sea level. So in approximately 17 miles, you have approximately a 3,600 foot decline. So the Lord Jesus Christ's words went down is a reference to the drop of the elevation. The road between Jerusalem and Jericho was very windy and steep, and this was a treacherous wilderness. It was a prime area for robbers to be lurking around, waiting for that lonely traveler to rob them. The important individuals in the Lord's parable is a priest, a Levite, a Samaritan. The certain man, the traveler, obviously between Jerusalem and Jericho, and no doubt this man was a Jew. A priest was from the tribe of Levi and through the line of Aaron. A Levite was from the tribe of Levi, but he was not through the line and lineage of Aaron. 
the Samaritans were half Jews and half Gentiles. John chapter 4, verse number 9, Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it thou being a Jew, ask drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. You have to understand that. And if we could just briefly give you an overview, remember you had the United Kingdom of Israel in the Old Testament. You then had the divided kingdom, the ten northern tribes, the two southern tribes. The ten northern tribes never had one godly king to lead them into the true worship of God. The northern tribes continued under 721 B.C. when it was conquered by King Sennacherib of Assyria. Now, the Assyrians did not utterly destroy and kill all the Jews, all the tribes, nor did all the people from the ten tribes all go into captivity. King Sennacherib de- deported some godly Jews to Assyria. He also imported Gentiles to the northern kingdom. The Gentiles mixed and intermarried with the Jews, and these Samaritans then were hated and despised of the Jews. So a certain man is traveling on this dangerous road between Jerusalem and Jericho. Robbers and thieves come upon this traveler, beat him up, rob him. He's laying there with no hope. Was hope coming? A priest came. Surely he would help this individual. He, the priest, saw the man and he passed by on the other side. Then came a Levite. He looked at the man but passed by. Two men who came upon this beaten man and they did nothing. Didn't they know the teaching of God's word? Didn't they know what the word of God said? Leviticus chapter number 19 verse 18. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. Matthew chapter 22, verse number 39. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Then came a Samaritan, this half Jew and half Gentile, totally despised by the Jews during the earthly ministry of Christ. He came, saw him, had compassion on him. He cared for him. He helped him. He brought him back to the inn and took care of him. And when he left, he gave money to the host and said, take care of him. And when I come back, whatever I owe, I will, I will repay you. When the Lord Jesus Christ asked the lawyer, which one of the three? Was it the priest? Was it the Levite? Was it the Samaritan that showed love unto his neighbor? And that lawyer, who was an expert in the law of Moses, had to confess it was the despised Samaritan. You see, the law cannot forgive or give life. It only condemns and puts to death. And what we see today, what what the law could not do. The law was perfect. The law was holy. The law was righteous. The problem was not with the law. It was weak through the flesh. In Paul's first message in Acts chapter 13, verses 38 and 39 of Antioch of Pisidia, he preached that by him, the Lord Jesus Christ, and by him and all that believe are justified from all things which you could never be justified by the law of Moses. If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you need to trust Him right now, right where you're at before it's eternally too late. And we who are believers, we need to keep studying and reading and rightly dividing God's Word and apply it to our lives and live for the Lord. All the darkness of the night is passed away. 
You have been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Amen.